Welcome to All Four Downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. I am Joe McGuire. I'll be joined by Ovi Moniz and Big Jace Garcia in just a moment. Some great games on slate for this weekend. We'll get into all of those games. Um, we'll spend some time. Uh, we, we don't want to spend all night complaining about how Cincinnati has been absolutely robbed and mistreated. And we're not going to bash the SEC. Instead, today, we're going to focus on uh, a lot of big games in the SEC. Uh, we're getting there. We're about halfway through the season, fellas. Want to come on and join me? Uh, my apologies for being late, by the way. It is my dad's birthday, who is both a veteran and 79 years old today. Oh, happy oh, birthday wow. to your dad. Yes, sir. Um, uh, my dad was uh, uh, in the Army. Uh, he served in the Korean War. And so love that guy. Very proud of him. Uh, your piece at the top, my friend, O.V., and, and thank you for your service to this country. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and uh, to, to all veterans. We couldn't do without man. the support of our, our country, right? Uh, not only just us making the ultimate sacrifice, but we couldn't do it alone. So thank you all that support the military. Jace, you wanted to say anything about veterans, or did you just want to sit there? No, and I not, mean, and and not serve any no, use at all. I, I mean, thank you, Ovi, for your service. And it, I mean, when I talk about Ovi with like my family and that stuff, I, I always say, I always preface everything by saying he's a military guy, and because they are built different, like Ovi said, it takes a lot to go do that. But also, I mean, they just think differently. I mean, Ovi's very calculated and stuff. He he knows what he's talking about and everything it has to be all about facts and that stuff. And, I mean, I, I'm not like that. Joe's not like that. And that's why we have a great show here. Because, I mean, Ovi's this one side of the spectrum. We're all right here uh, on the other side. And I, I uh, thank you for what you've done for this country, Ovi. I appreciate it, man. But you, you got Joe's attention. I saw his eyes, like, little sparkle there, like, what does is he, he talking about? Factual? I mean, does I, he lie all the time? <laughs> yeah, what? What are you even talking about? <laughs> I like facts. You mean <laughs> stats and analytics and stuff, right? Like, uh, like yeah. Joe doesn't believe in that. That's why he always wants Cincinnati on top. But I keep telling him no. But, I mean, again, we're not going to go there today because we, we talked about that last Tuesday. So if you missed our show about the top 25, Please go ahead and go to Clovercrest Media or subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can replay everything we talked about for the top 25. But you're right. There's a lot of good games today, Joe. I mean, not today, but this weekend. Yeah. Um, I know Jace was reviewing these notes beforehand. He was like, no, Georgia. I was like, nah, we're not talking about Georgia. There are other games that is a major factor in this that's going to play a lot and it's still i do believe that this tuesday there's going to be more turbulence in the top 25 and these are the games that i'll i'll be focusing on very shortly but um listen you saw those highlights and and i wanted to say and i know you don't want me to talk about it but i gotta talk about it fourth and go about 30 seconds left of the game cincinnati got lucky that their opponent did not score a touchdown. Tulsa could have scored if mm -hmm. it wasn't for that fumble. Yeah, that you been know what change. it was? The, there was a rainbow, and at the end of the rainbow, there was a <laughs> pot of gold, and he tripped over the pot of gold. That's what caused the fumble. 
it's not luck. That defense oh. is a, one of the best in the country. That's what happened. They one of the best that, of the country. One of the Man, best. That dude in the fumbled the ball on his own, and there was no defense that knocked the ball out. I'm just uh, don't it's please. All good. Listen, I mean, regardless, he, it was an eight-point lead. They still would have had to go yeah. for two. I mean, to get, more, it, we would never know because like the dude actually formed the ball. Right. So, yeah, he's an idiot. But, hey, let's review real quick the top 25. We've got Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State on the top four. Cincinnati is number five. And once again, I'll say it again, they, they got to win out to make it in there because, again, Either Ohio State, Oregon, and Alabama, one of those three, will lose again. And that will benefit Cincinnati to jump in there. But if you look at the rest of the top 25, again, there's going to be a lot of turbulence going to these games. I'm excited. Uh, are you I guys mean, you ready? realize that this is set up for if, if by some miracle Michigan beats Ohio State, they're just going to swap the six and the three. I mean, I'm not yeah. stupid. I see what the I see what the committee did here. I'm not stupid. You're I know what see, this is. You're gonna see exactly why that's not gonna happen in today's picks. No. So, so you got Penn State beating Michigan. That's what you're saying. We will get there when we Penn get State's there. Penn State's not friend. beating Michigan. Penn State c- couldn't beat Illinois at home a couple weeks ago. I'm not I'm not putting too much stock into Penn State. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about this the other night? Is Penn State good? No. No. We've known that for a while. We've known that the last five, six, eight years now. They're not good. They're never but, good. We always think we they're going to be good, and then they're not. But can we not say the same thing to Michigan? We think that they were. this yeah. is it, this is it, and then all of a sudden, they stink it up. This is the point where there's a bunch of teams that you oh, can yeah. talk about. Well, like Oklahoma's going to lose this weekend. Well, let's talk about Oklahoma. They're going let's against get right in. I, I didn't even do that. I don't even know how that happened. I love it. Oklahoma undefeated yeah, Baylor's, going against Baylor's Baylor. going to win this game. This is, right. the, this is the time of the year where Oklahoma loses a football game. When it's important and it matters. Oh, I, I disagree with that, Joe. Did they lose at the beginning? They, 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 they fall into like they, – they just get into a rhythm – and they just think they're better than everyone, and then they have this slump. I mean, you saw it with the Ohio uh, Iowa State game and Kansas State game the past two years. It, it, I think this is – I mean, this is an Oklahoma team that's found a way to get past the humps with Spencer Rattler. Like I've been saying, uh, Caleb Williams is different. He's got this team just playing different type of football and better football than with Spencer Rattler. Uh, I think they go in and they, they make a statement to the committee. I mean, regardless, I think they're going to win, but they, they need to make a statement to the committee. They need to blow Baylor out and, and get it done so they can get into that top four. Uh, I, I think they're going to win regardless. If they win a close one, they're going to stay at eight. They're going to stay around there. I think they need this is a real prove-yourself game for Oklahoma. So, and look, the, the spread is five and a half in favor of Oklahoma. So, Joe, who are you picking? I'm serious. You picking Oklahoma? Yeah, you said Baylor's going to win. I'm uh, Baylor. I got Baylor. A big. I think I'm taking the money line on Baylor in the game here. I mean, I think Baylor takes this one straight up and ends Oklahoma's season. You know, season. a few weeks ago, I would have said Baylor was going to win, but being that Oklahoma had a bye week in preparation for this game, I'm taking Oklahoma with the points. Most teams are terrible off a of bye. 
but this team needed a buy to regroup and find their identity. And I think that this actually well, helped. I hope Oklahoma. they found it. Do you, Jay, it, so you got. did somebody tell you Oklahoma they found it, the identity? You got Oklahoma by three scores. By three. Ooh. Yeah. I'd say touchdown. Statement game. Three scores. Statement game, baby. So, so lose. if it's by a touchdown, then you're going to lose that game, right? No, I'm picking with the spread, but they're going to nah, win by three you scores. Said three touchdowns. You said this. You said the line was five and a half. Let's You say fourteen. If they win, Oklahoma. If they win, I'm not shaving my head again. I'm not shaving my head. No, wait, I'm just saying, win wait. or lose. I know where Joe. Joe was going that place. I I, I saw it in Joe's eye. I'm not shaving my head again. Slow down. When he says when he says it's a three score game, what he means is two safeties and a field goal. Oh, uh, they win by that's eight. Three scores. That's three, three score scores. game. There you go. Well done. Well, well, in that case. Nine points, three field goals. Let's there go. There you go. That's it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Jeez. Okay. I'm in the in East Hartford. UConn, UConn versus Bama. Bama. Actually, UConn playing Clemson. That's the game that's happening this yeah, weekend. Yeah, but wait. And, but. But let's imagine for a minute if it was Alabama. I'll What's give you the score. Line? No, stop. The score stop. would be 126 to zero. No, uh, I wouldn't be no. I love UConn. Don't get me wrong, but no, nah, I, I I disagree. You think it'd be higher? It's 140 <laughs> to nothing. They're gonna put guys guys that are not even in the roster, like the the, the recruiters, the recruitment. Don't they'll, they'll be playing the game. And Dude, Alabama's kicker is better athletes than UConn. But I got he good does. news. Uh, but Jim I got Moore. good news about UConn, though. I Jim really Moore. Jim Moore is coming to be the head coach. That is good news. That is good news. And and for for someone to be able to change that program around to a positive, um, and you can look at CloverCrestMedia.com. I wrote an article about it, uh, why this is best for business for UConn, especially that they have a TV contract with CBS Sports all the way till 2023. You need this. And this is going to help Mora, especially that he is good at recruitment. I could see within five years from now, I'm not saying it's going to happen next year, that UConn could turn things around, especially that they're independent and they're going to be exposed on TV. He's going to get the job done. I'm all in. Okay. I mean, you, you can keep puffing. All Listen, that not, honestly, oh. not for nothing. Uh, you know, UConn, UConn gets a bad rap, and it's got a really great fan base. And Obi, I know you're a part of that fan base, and kudos to you. And I'll tell you what: it, as bad as this program is right now, for this for this program to score somebody like Jim Mora, just from a credibility standpoint, and believe me, they don't have any credibility at all right now. They need every ounce of it they can get. To get somebody like Jim Mora to come coach UConn football is uh, that's amazing. I don't know what they're going to be paying him to do that, and I know he hasn't coached since 2018, but uh, a little bit back 2017. You're on point. Was it yeah. 2017? Yeah. Look, it's yeah. it's a this is still a great scorer. This is a, a great football guy from a great football family, and uh, I really do. I. I don't know if this is going to be the thing that turns UConn around, but they certainly are putting themselves, Obi, in a position to get themselves turned around. I really do think this is, this is the right guy for the job. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago about a joke between UConn versus UMass, who was the worst team, right? And 
I explained to you that they need to do more outside the stadium to attract more people. And I and why not start with the athletic director making uh, Jim Moore the head coach, who most coaches after they become uh, analysts from Fox Sports, where that's where he's coming from. He's going to be amazing because not only you're educating more yourself, you get to know these kids and everything else. He has connections. And I'm telling you, five years, man, give, give him five or maybe less. Who knows? But uh, it takes time, though. It really does. And depending on the practices and everything else, I mean, does UConn have the talent? We're going to see if those those kids that you see there can actually make things happen because they can improve. And they're all young. They're, most of them are sophomores right now. So they got time to build. But, uh, hey, we'll get back on track. But, uh, yeah, hey, thanks. I know he said Facebook user. I wish uh, um, we had his name and everything. But it's all good. We got to move on to the next game, Michigan versus Penn State. Uh, we talked about this earlier. I got Penn State, man. I got Penn State. The fact that Penn State has won two straight games against them, especially that being at Universal Park or excuse me, University Park, um, I think they got an edge. And Michigan's favorite minus one on this one. So this game is not guaranteed going to Michigan's way. I just don't trust Michigan right now. I really don't, especially being in Penn State with all those fans and all the white towels. I'm taking Penn State on this. Hmm. Uh, I, I got to disagree with you, Ovi. With the weather, 43, rainy, uh, I, with the, the problem with Penn State, they haven't been able to run the football. They got a beast in Dodson. The, that defense is really good, but I think it's a bend, not break, ugly type of game. Uh, I think Michigan wins by like a field goal, in like a 9 to, to 12 type game. Like I think it's gross. Both these defenses are on point. I, I just don't think the, the key for Penn State, get Dodson involved and have Clifford get the ball to Dodson. Have him make plays. I just don't think with the weather like that. I just think Michigan, it'll be ugly. But I think Michigan's run game will force uh, force Penn State to break eventually. And just Penn State, I don't think they can run the ball uh, against this Michigan defense as well. So uh, I got Michigan by a field goal. All right. Um, I am going to take Michigan because I really do feel like uh, this is going to come down to Michigan losing to Ohio State. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I think I think the loss is going to happen then. Not that they can't lose back to back games. I certainly think Jim Harbaugh is capable of leading his team to back to back losses. Uh, this this is a team that could be number two in the country if only they had gone to state and beat those Sparties and they couldn't get the job done. And so now here they are on the outside looking in. You guys very well might be right. This is certainly a, a game they could lose, but um, I'm going to take them. I'm going to say they they win this. I think they win a close game in this one, and then next week the wheels come off the bus. Now the wheels on the bus go round and round. Oh, Ask sorry, me if Minnesota's bad. good. <laughs> Minnesota. They're not. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I was ferried by five points. The weather's going to be 41 degrees. Perfect weather for football. Uh, I got Iowa on this one. I'm taking Iowa all the way. Um, I won't be surprised if it's a close game. Um, but uh, Iowa's won six straight games against Minnesota, and I don't see anything different. They're going to make it seven in a row. 
Yeah, uh, Iowa all day. It's hard to play in Kinnick Stadium. Uh, Minnesota's on like their four-string running back, and and that's all they've been able. That, that's the only way they've been able to score. I think like the past week, eight weeks, Tanner Morgan hasn't thrown a touchdown or something like that. I mean, they aren't getting it done through the air. Uh, and, and on your four-string running back, yeah, that this team is all battered, bruised, and banged up. I, I don't see them going into Iowa and getting a win, even though Iowa's been struggling. So, yeah, I got Iowa getting it done against Minnesota. You're going to make me say it. Yeah, Minnesota, uh, again, putting together a decent season as they usually do. And and the question is, is could they beat a team like Iowa? And the very simple answer is they cannot. All right, so, fair enough. Yeah. UAB versus Marshall. And the reason why both these teams are tied, they're both 4-1. We haven't really talked much about the conference you would say. Why would we? Perfect. It sucks. Yeah. But Marshall's favorite at good. four and a half. And listen, um, Marshall, in that conference, they got their defense is outstanding. They're only giving up an average of 19 points. Uh, they're scoring a lot. Um, I got to give it to them. I, I'm, I'm taking Marshall on this one. Ooh, this one is tough. Both these teams are, are pretty oh, good. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I can't Whoa. do that. Because I didn't pick the spread on this one. This one's a over-under. The over-under oh. is 55 points. So I'm taking under. Even though I'm going for Marshall, I'm taking under 55. Uh, I, I, I No, I'm going to go the over. Uh, Marshall's defense only allowing 19 <laughs> points. But, but they still allow almost 400 yards per game. That's weird. Uh, so I think a UAB team's good enough as far as a Conference USA team to, to score, get in the end zone on them. So, yeah, I got the over. I got points getting it done over the 55, baby. UAB and its opponent have only twice scored more than 54.5 points in a game this season. Marshall and their opponents have only done it five out of nine times. I'm going to have to take the under in this game. And I do take Marshall. I'll take Marshall in the win. Absolutely. You taking Marshall? I'm going to UAB in the win. I'll go there. You're going to UAB on that one? Yeah. Wow. Jace going for UAB. Yeah. That's double no-go for you. Or double. The last three times they've played, it went under 55 points. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm always late to tell you this, but it's all good. He always does. He waits till you lock in and give you the actual yeah. info that would be beneficial to your bets. Yeah, you're, love it. You're welcome. Texas A&M versus Ole Miss, two ranked opponents, both seven and two. Um, Texas A&M is my pick on this one. Um, Kimball Fisher, I think he's also trying out for another head coaching job. Rumor is, is that he may be jumping ship to LSU. Uh, don't know if that story is correct, but men, multiple sources saying that that might be the guy to take over LSU. I hope not because he's built in that program. He's just this close to taking out Alabama. But, um, I mean, as far as I taking mean, over the whole entire him. division, they did, but they're still behind him. You know what I mean? Like, they need to be undefeated, and he's so close every season. But, um, yeah, A&M. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. AM, that defense is just too much. Uh the, their run game is gonna they're gonna be able to control the clock. Zach Calzada, he he's been great the past couple weeks. 
And even if he does struggle like he did uh, when A&M was losing, Haynes King, their backup from the beginning of the year, he's healthy now. So I think he can come in, get it done. Uh, yeah, uh, Ole Miss, that offense is, is electric. I like Matt Corral, but I just think this defense is going to be too much for him. I'm going to go A&M, get it done, Aggies. Um, listen, uh, the Rebels have more uh, more turnovers, more takeaways this season uh, than do the Aggies. And I just feel like uh, A&M has been kind of riding a hot streak the last couple of years. They've been a bit under the radar, and I feel like this is time for them to come crashing back to earth and, and to clear out of the top. Just clear away from the top all these SEC teams so that we can prime and position Cincinnati. Uh, I actually love that you made that pick. Need them all to lose. All these SEC teams got to lose. I know, I know what's going on here. You keep them all outside the bubble. You're just waiting for one guy to lose. He could just slide another one in there. Yeah, A&M, that's the backup. That's the backup SEC team that the Power Five has had planted just outside the top ten, just sitting there waiting. I see what's his going conspiracy on. right now. All right, let's switch over to the ACC. We got NC State versus Wake Forest, seven and two versus eight and one. Wake Forest undefeated in within their conference. Um, I'm going for the upset. I'm taking NC State because they have a better defense than Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest. I'm gonna take your line, Joe. They they've been flying high. They think that they run the ACC because of Clemson's fallout. Um, but they ain't that good. And I'm telling you, I don't care how many people say I'm, I might be smoking something or what. They ain't that, that not good. I'm sorry. And NC State's going to prove me right. They're going to put them in their place. I got NC State on the upset. Oh, I mean, I'm not mad at that. I don't know why. And NC State's a team that I've just been picking against all year. And I'm going to do it again. Uh, I think uh, while their defense is – Shown to be better than Wake Forest. That Wake Forest offense is is really good. Sam Hartman is a beast. And I I just think the offense overwhelms the defense. I think Sam Hartman gets it going. And I just don't see – I I don't see O'Leary making enough plays that Hartman can. So, yeah, give me the the Demon Deacons at home. I don't know if you guys remember in the preseason – when we were talking about teams in the ACC that we thought could be good. And I told you guys NC state, and I think you both laughed in my face. So I'm going to take NC state in this game. They're going to win this game, have the tiebreaker over the demon Deacons and make everything I say, come to fruition. Nailed it. Uh, I told you last year during the regular season that year was a joke when you always kept on picking NC state, but, I didn't. You I didn't apologize. Mess with- I accept it. I accept <laughs> your apology. That was last year. We're not yeah. talking about this year. Well, we were priming up for this year. Those games were all for this year, and that seven yeah. and two record. You right. know it. You know it. You know it. You know what I know. <laughs> that you and I are going to be right this week. <laughs> I agree Nevada with that for sure. Versus San Diego State. <laughs> so some great games this week, huh? If yeah. Carson Strong will be able to not throw interceptions, they got a great chance to upset San Diego State. 
San Diego State is their first ranking in the college football playoff. I don't know how they will take it being their ranked number 22 for them. I know it's a big deal, especially in the Mountain West. So I know they got a great run game, but I am picking Nevada to upset San Diego State this week. As long as Carson Strong could not turn over the ball, they have a great shot of winning this game. Uh, I, I agree with you, Ovi. Uh, I don't think Carson Strong will turn over the ball. He's averaging three touchdowns per interception. So I think he'll be okay. Uh, I, he's a beast. He's a monster. Uh, this San Diego defense is really what they – the run game in this defense, old school football, that's what they hang their hat on. The reason a team like Fresno State came in and beat them was because of that game. Jake Hayner has been playing really great for Fresno State. I think Carson Strong's even better. I think he lights up that defense through the air. And uh, Nevada, Nevada gets it done pretty handily. I'm going to take San Diego State here. Um, I've, I've always been a fan of the Aztecs. Um, I feel like they tend to lose this game, generally speaking, but I'm going to put my faith in them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I believe in the Aztecs here, and since I already took a wolf pack in the last game, I'm not doing it twice. Fair enough. If that's one your wolf, reason. One wolf pack team per week. No more. Just don't. Because of that, just don't do sports betting online with this game, okay? Just to let you know. <laughs> Notre Dame versus Virginia. Now, this is pretty interesting here. Um, I'm not a big fan of, what's his name? Jack Cone or yep. Joe Cone. I don't like this guy. He, I, I, I'm always uncomfortable when he's a starter. I don't know why they love him, knowing that their backup quarterback is a lot better than him and Dewey. I, and yes, he is from Connecticut, but he's shown that, that that offense performs better. But hey, he's sticking to him. But because of that, Notre Dame has a better defense than Virginia. They're only giving up an average of 22 points. I'm a defense type of guy on this one. And being at their five and a half favorite, I'm taking Notre Dame. All right, we, we picking against spread or straight up here? Oh, it's a spread. spread? And, okay. and before I let you guys pick, Notre Dame is 3-0 versus Virginia. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, against the spread, I got Virginia here. I think this uh, – it's tough. They might not have their starting QB. I really want to pick – I'm going to pick Virginia here. Uh, Notre Dame barely play any road games. Last road game was Virginia Tech. They, they struggled only winning that game by three. Uh, I, I, I don't like them on the road. I, I think – this is only their third third round game so far this year, and their second to last. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think against the spread, I'm going to go Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, keep it close, uh, and yeah. What do you got for a spread? Uh, it's five and a half. Yeah, Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame uh, probably wins this one by eight, nine, ten points, something like that. I, I, I do mean, think sixty-four have... points over under, so it's got to be a high-score game. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I was thinking like uh, thirty-five, go. thirty, something like that. Twenty-nine, twenty-six, a score like that. Uh, no, because I said We're five and a half. The next game here, you know Let's what I mean. Go. Notre Washington Dame will take State. care of business. Washington Don't worry State about it. Washington State versus Oregon. Come on, these guys man. are going to lose. Who's these guys? The dumb ducks. The d- <laughs> you like that? Okay. Why? Why do you say that? 
You'll see. Oh, go ahead. We're seeing right now. Yeah. No, you. It's you. You do your oh, thing. You, you, you jumped the I gun. Wanna... Might as well say it. Let's go. I'm... Oh, I'm... Oh. this is your show. Oh, I want to hear what you oh, have to my say. show. Well, picked oh. it in his head, and now he's looking up the stats to try it back. <laughs> no, no, I don't, need, I, I don't need nothing. He's trying to, he's trying to oh, recant already, his statement right now. I already got it all laid out. Oh, no. Oregon's losing this football game. I have Oregon no doubt will about not lose this game. Oregon will They're going to lose to Washington State. State. Oh, my God. Why? Just tell me why. Tell me why. Uh, what do you want to know? You're speechless. <laughs> you just like in a relationship just, when, when a husband and wife are talking. What if, I, what if I told you? What I told you? What if I just have a feeling? What if I, I told you? Uh, what if I told you? What if I told you, uh, since Jack Dicker took over, uh, they've allowed only four yards uh, in two of the last six games. So the defense is getting on track. Oregon's going to overlook Washington State because why wouldn't you? Right? Mm -hmm. I just feel like this is is a perfect trap game uh, for this team to lose. Uh, They had five takeaways against Arizona State just a couple of weeks ago. I'm telling you right now. This could just be one of those games. It seems like Oregon should win. I I've never believed in Oregon. Um, I mean, let's be honest. When it when it comes to this conference, I think only Jace is a, is a believer uh, in any of these teams. Am I wrong? I mean, if I'm wrong, say it. I don't think I am. So this this feels like Oregon blowing it in a big way. Look before Jace makes it because I didn't give my answer. I'm taking Oregon in this game. Uh, simply the fact they learned their lesson against Stanford. And since then, they've won four straight. Convincingly, they, they beat Colorado. They whipped them over 14 points. Those and Washington Buffaloes. State is similar to Colorado. So I'm expecting to. I mean, literally 11 Buffaloes would have given them a better game than the Colorado Buffaloes. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. They didn't beat anybody good. Stop that. Oh my god! Oh, well, Washington they, State is not that good. I don't know why you up on that. No, they're on. They're on. They're on par with Tulsa, Tulane. <laughs> hey, they State. lost to Utah State. Yeah, Jace, go ahead. No. Who, who you got? But no, uh, Oregon's gonna get it done. I, I do get what you're saying, Joe. This could easily be a look ahead game. You got a possible uh, Pac-12 championship matchup next week against Utah. You know so what? it could be a look ahead game. I, I just don't I think so. I'm I sorry, just don't Jace. think so. what I'm sorry, Jace. I can't stop. When you say possible, I think you know, if I was to play against Jay uh Joe and Spades, he'll and he's my partner, he'll be like, I got two and five possibles. I am a prolific cheater in spades. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard you, that or not. How do you count your cards when someone says two and five possibles? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. two and five possible. I like that. <laughs> all right, all right, back to this. I, uh, yeah, Oregon gets it done. Uh, Washington State has turned it on here later in the season. Uh, I like Max Borgie, I like uh, their quarterback, Delora, but uh, I just think, uh, yeah, that they just don't got enough to enough uh, guys to compete with. Oregon. Obi, write this down, write this down 31 28 Washington State, and then call me after the game. Outstanding. Call me when the game's over. We'll talk about what happened. Absolutely. Roger that. Making it happen. Time now. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, our last game, game of the week right here is Purdue versus Ohio State. Look, Purdue has been a crusher against the top five. They took out Iowa. They took out Michigan State. Now they're going against number four, Ohio State. Now, being that they're at Ohio State, the last time Purdue won in Columbus, Ohio, was back in 1988. So um, I'm going to give you, well, yeah, absolutely. And the last time they beat um, Ohio State was on October 20th, 2018. They won 49-20. to 20. So with that, Ohio State's favorite at 21 points. Do you guys believe that that's too much of a spread, or can they make that happen? No, they'll make it happen. I think this is another weather game. If you look at Purdue, their wins against Iowa and Michigan State, David Bell's really been the fire starter there. Both those games, he had 200 receiving yards. I don't think they'll be able to throw with the weather. And uh, Ohio State, I mean, everyone talks about their wide receiver core, C.J. Stroud. They, they got great running backs, too. Uh, I think they eat up the clock. They control the game. The only thing I would say, maybe the weather keeps it closer than it really should be. But, nah, I think Ohio State takes care of business and gets it done by well, – covers the 21-point spread. Woo. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm going to take Purdue in the points, but I'll be quite honest. I like Purdue to pull it off. I really do. I think that would be insane. I think we'll never forget 2021. I mean, if, if Purdue can win this football game, like you said the other night, Jace, can you imagine? Be wild. Dude, Either I mean. Two, a three, now a four. It's, and it's crazy that that Ohio State is four coming off the win over uh, number three Michigan State and having already beaten the number two team. Like, this is two, three, four. This is, like, perfectly set up for it to happen. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm looking Maybe at Ohio Stroud State. Maybe C.J. Stroud gets hurt. Who knows? I'm looking at Ohio State and the way they've been playing. Uh, Purdue is one. It's It's a great team. It's a it's a great team. You can't dismiss that, right? You're looking at this guy. Ever since they lost to Oregon, they played Tulsa, Akron, Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana. They crushed them all. Then they went and hosted Penn State. The, the score was 33 to 24. All right. They barely beat Nebraska at Nebraska. Okay. Going in home to Purdue. I think think we're not giving Purdue credit. I think 21 points is too much. Not saying that Ohio State is not going to win. I think it's too deep. If anything, the most I would give in this game is 14 points. So I am taking the points for Purdue on this game. And, and that's it. I mean, look, if Purdue makes this upset, by all means, I love it. And I'm a big fan of upsets. I love stories like that. But um, I think Ohio State will win. I just think 21 is too much. Well, it is. And I think it's a slap in the face of a team who has been able to hang, well, better than hang with some of the big boys. I mean, they are 6-3. and three. That's certainly nothing to sneeze at. Again, especially when you consider two of those wins were uh, against the two and three teams in the country. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the disrespect. I could understand that this was last year's Ohio State team throwing 21 points on, on that. That would make sense. The, the, to me, 
uh, Ohio State has been getting it done. I don't know that they've been lighting anybody up. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. But hey, this show is uh, presented by CMG Sports Podcast Network. Hey, tune into all the podcasts of CMG and visit clovercrestmedia.com. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Four Downs. Follow uh, CMG on Twitch because we are broadcasting in all platforms Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. By all means, go ahead. Please subscribe, follow us through, and also leave a comment and, and let us know. Which teams do you think is going to win this week? And I love sharing everyone's thoughts. And, of course, my personal uh, article, my personal blog is at hhwshow.com. Um, but, hey, I- I'm anticipating more of a turbulence this week. Uh, so if you're a betting person and you see some points that's very extremely huge, I suggest you stay away from that one. Just stay away this week because every week so far between five to eight teams in the top 25 fall. And we've known it that in the past three weeks, someone in the top five is always losing. I'm just saying, could it be Ohio state? Hey, don't forget in 2018, Purdue blew their doors off. Yeah. 49 to 20. Georgia Something will win about. against Tennessee. So yeah. stop it. Listen, no, I, that, that game's wild. That game's always wild. You say that every game is wild against Georgia, and look what happens. They barely can score. Look, look at the history. You remember that Josh Dobbs, Hail Mary? You, I'm looking you, at the history of this stuff. year, and every week no one's ever scored over <laughs> 13 points. See, now, and, and now history doesn't matter. Those are facts, when it's Georgia, right? When it's against Georgia, Joe, defend me. Here. Is that facts? Two teams scored 13 points. Other than that, I'm sorry, man. Get out of here. You know what? You just got shanked. Bing. There it is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, we don't Joe. need him. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the final whistle right now. And once again, before I, I sign out, I want to say thank you, everyone, for watching the show. And once again, visit clovercrestmedia.com. I'll leave it up here. And thank you to all the veterans and myself and everyone I served with. God bless. Happy Veterans Day. And the, sh- the floor is yours, Joe. Uh, uh, just to build on that sentiment, yeah, of course. You know, thank you to, to all of our veterans for, for everything you do, as well as to our, our active service members, uh, you know, the, the brave ones that allow us to sit here and talk about football. So we do appreciate it. And happy Veterans Day. And again, happy birthday to my favorite veteran, my dad. So Mike Oresco, the uh, commissioner of the American Athletic Conference earlier this week talked about unfair pressure that has been now put on number five Cincinnati to dominate their wins in a way that's just not required of the power five playoff contenders. Cincinnati's won its last three games against Navy, Tulane, and Tulsa by an average of 11.3 points. And those teams are a combined six and 20. They're all unranked. Cincinnati's strength of schedule is 102nd. I get it. I get it but they can't get games with top programs right now. And why would any Power 5 school even bother? You would have nothing to gain by playing Cincinnati. We're going to pull that old Hawaii thing. We're going to wait until uh, everyone's moved on from Cincinnati, and then you'll just see Bama and Georgia and Ohio State. Everybody will be dying to get Cincinnati on their schedule. Now, the Bearcats 
honestly, and let's let's look at this objectively. They're not the only playoff contender that's looked kind of pedestrian of late. Since they lost to Stanford, Oregon's uh, outscored each of its past five opponents by a touchdown. Not one of those teams rank in the top 30. Ohio State's played three teams this season that were ranked in the top 30. Oregon, Penn State, and Nebraska. The Buckeyes' average point margin of those games, 3.7. That's 10 times lower than in their other six games. Why the double standard? And like I said the other night, it's not like the SEC, the ACC, or the Big Ten are 10 teams deep. They're not. At number five, Cincinnati is the highest-ranked non-Power 5 team in the entire playoff era. They're getting closer. They're knocking on the door. Don't fear the Bearcats. Let them in. Thank you so much for joining us on all four downs. For Jace Garcia and for our man, O.V. Muniz, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm Joe Aguirre. Thank you so much for joining us on all four downs, part of the CMG Sports Network. We'll catch you next Wednesday night. Nope, next Thursday night at 8 for all four downs. Correction. We'll be back Tuesday night. After we'll be back Tuesday the night after the top Come 25 on, Joe. Come with on. all four downs. <laughs>